Hey, what's up, everybody? We're live on the side quest, your weekly journey into the world of video games and uh, video gamers and those who, what did the, what did the rock say? Enjoy their gaming. That would be us. That would be I and my wonderful friends here. I am Dolly DeMossi, as you can see by my name right there. To my left, your right, Taylor Bliss. It's yep. Blurry. yep, that's him right Whoa. there, Taylor. And then below us, the person below <laughs> us is the cameraless Zach. Okay, Quest. Quest. Hey, I'm my <laughs> dog, dog now. So, you know what? <laughs> He's a kind, dog kind of an improvement. Kind of an improvement. <laughs> There's a reason that Sam, uh, Sam sticks to <laughs> sticks to the the kitten holding a baguette. <laughs> you don't want to see what it looks like in real life. Uh, and JJ is out at Forbidden Door, which is why we're not seeing him. And uh, I think uh, Sam is, that is a wrestling thing. He's a ra- I think he's watching it. Yeah, yeah he's paying for the uh, the pay per view, whatever they do. How you guys doing? You guys having a nice, uh, nice middle of it's officially summer as of like a few days ago. Could have fooled me. Yeah, (laughs) it's been summer for you since like end of May or beginning of May. Yeah, it's been rough. It's been Mm. so hot. Um, yeah, it's I'm glad this rain just just hit. There's a lot of rain, so good. It's good for lawn, it's good for people. Rain is good for people. Taylor, you're doing okay over there. Yeah, um, I'm in the middle of something, so you know, <laughs> just—I would appreciate it. Well, Vamp, yeah, he's in the middle. Of I'm trying to. I'm trying to. He's play playing Neon, Neon White. White. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll get into. Listen, it I was in the here. middle of a session, um, <laughs> so the show kind of like really sprang up. On Sorry me. to interrupt. Your that life game definitely too. requires <laughs> sessions. Like you need to. Oh yeah. Like okay, I'm just gonna grind out this set of. Uh, hey, play lane. Stages. Yeah. But we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that in a minute. We'll talk about some of the stuff that we've been, um, uh, you know, we've been playing. But first, we'll get into some of the news. And it's a light news week, um, apart from yeah. actual real news. There's like not a lot of gaming news, which is okay. Uh, so I just wanted to touch on there's a few. There's plenty of other non gaming news. Plenty of other stuff occupy to, <clears throat> to occupy us and to, to bring us down. But let's talk gaming things. Um, something that definitely won't bring us down is that Tony Hawk three and four were being remade, and that now they won't, won't bring us down. Won't, won't bring us down. So yeah, Tony Hawk hopped on a, um, uh, I think of a, a former Vicarious Visions employees podcast or like webcast or something, a Twitch stream, and um, mentioned how or Necrosoft or whoever made those original games, and uh, the topic I watched a clip a few times. Topic of you know, the remakes and all that came up and Tony Hawk said, yeah, you know, listen, we were, we were working on three and four, but then Vicarious Visions was absorbed and renamed Blizzard Albany or whatever. Uh, and <clears throat> that, um, that basically killed that project. Cause they, they, he said they shopped it around a little bit, but nobody did. None of the pitches were, were up to snuff. And that was it. That was the end of Tony Hawk. Pitches wow. forever. Yeah, apparently they went to other companies and they kind of opened up the process to have other companies develop the game uh, for them, but nobody. Oh could yeah, compare from whatever. It's kind of hard to. It's kind of hard to compare it to Vicarious Visions. Yeah, they did a pretty damn good job. I mean, they're a great, great studio. They did all the, um, you know, they've they've worked on a lot of projects at Riptahan, a lot of projects for Activision, from like Guitar Hero to DJ Hero to to this stuff, uh, you know, Tony Hawk, and I think they were even. Part of Spyro and Skylanders was part yeah. of anyways. There, yeah. um, <clears throat> real good studio. 
that uh, now is not good. Yeah, now is just working on what Diablo Mortal. I don't even know. I mean, they they did they did Diablo two resurrected. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And we don't know what else they're working on right now. I don't think. They're definitely they're... just a CGI warehouse now. Yeah, for yeah. Blizzard. <laughs> Which is so, God, what a shame. It is. So I was actually thinking, you know, could <clears throat> could Microsoft, when they complete this purchase, you know, in the next year, could they say, hey, let's let's take a look at this again? This might be kind of a cool thing. Um, but then part of me also thinks that. I'd be excited. I know uh, who was it? Uh, Phil Spencer. Somebody mentioned, "Oh, there could be some cool opportunities to to work on some of these, you know, work on projects." But at the same time, I keep thinking, um, "Man, maybe they're um, maybe they're thinking a little bit too too broad on this because I, I still think there's going to be some contraction after the whole Microsoft Activision thing is settled because they pick, you got Bethesda, you got you know they went through a buying spree." Um, yeah. And it's it is only natural. It, there's a lot of studios, a lot of people, a lot of overhead. It is only natural that things do scale back. That happens to every company whenever there's big acquisitions and mergers and stuff. We haven't seen it really all that yet with Microsoft because they are kind of letting things go out there and seeing what what sticks with Game Pass and, and development that way. But um, I I really feel like Tony Hawk could be one of those series that just doesn't doesn't come. Back. I don't understand how you what the one and two remake did and are like mm, nah. yeah it did great it did awesome. i thought yeah, it did really I, I, that was my that was my yeah. impression um so i think it was here, just vicarious visions right oh, sorry go ahead Zach. so i was i was gonna say here's my like crazy theory right it's not it's not it's like a fantasy okay here's my fantasy fantasy <laughs> is after xbox officially acquires Activision Vicarious works on a Banjo Kazooie remake oh, of one okay. and two. Hey, that's my, I guess that's a fantasy. I don't even like those games. So it's just me just saying, like, hey, wouldn't yeah, that I, mean, be I cool? don't even know if they would since they're playable on our, the, re, like, the Banjo Kazooie and Banjo Tooie are playable on. True. Game Pass already. Yeah, but that so. hasn't stopped like every other studio right, for releasing right. a remake or whatever. So, but it has stopped Microsoft from doing it. <laughs> True. I guess is 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 more my point. But I, I I agree though. I think the the idea is cool. Um, I know Dally is. I know Dally. You're just eyeing it because you want Skylanders to make a comeback. I want. I do Boys want Skylanders to make a comeback because I freaking love Skylanders, and I knew there were. I had heard there were multiple Skylanders projects in the works and that could be anywhere from two to to four but um uh they and i get i freaking love i have a mountain of skylanders figures in the basement one day they're gonna be active again no they're not they're probably not gonna make any more skylander toys for the thing but um i i i wanted that but i i yeah then i sit back and i'm thinking yeah but that's just not the way activision functions and then and again i don't know how with all these studios coming in, what's that? You're, I mean, you're seeing contraction with Netflix, right? And Netflix said, well, you know, we're yeah. going to start scaling back on not just employees, but the types of movies we make, because you do get to a saturation point that enough people have subscribed and the subscriptions will go up and down and they'll fluctuate. And um, it's going to happen with, with Xbox and game pass because they are the top sub, you know, the, the top sub thing right now for gaming. We don't know when it could be 
five years from now, 10 years from now, who knows, 15, 20 years from now, but it's going to happen eventually. So, but I think, um, I think you would likely see more of a Banjo-Kazooie than a Skylanders uh, under under Microsoft, under Microsoft. No, that from literally anyone. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. You know, you're probably right. Sky, there um, actually is still, I believe, there's still a Skylanders mobile game that's still pretty popular amongst like a super niche. It's not developed by Activision or anybody. It's like some mobile game. Yeah, it's really, I think it's only on Android right now. It's Russian. Yeah, um, it's a Korean game. I, I think it's really weird that Vicarious Visions was basically just a handheld mobile dev and then a support dev. You know, it's just yeah. weird. Um, I also, uh, tangentially, or maybe completely non-sequitur, I think that the absorption and renaming of studios to uh, a bigger studio town it lives in is fucking super lame. Immensely yeah. dumb. Yeah. God, you it lose, sucks. You lose so much of the character of that studio. Yeah, like, why abandon it? I don't know. Like, it's like, right. your, your Omega brand is not as valuable as the intimacy of having the, even just... The notion that you could have actual people working at your company, right. at least in my opinion. Right. Um, I don't know. Maybe we're coming back around and that's just a lagging um, a lagging indicator on how things used to be and uh, it'll catch up and people will move back to it. Um, obviously, U- Ubisoft gets made fun of it like mm. every single time that there's nah. a work chart Dude, showing all the Ubi studios. Rockstar. Anytime you look yeah. at one of their games, it's like Rockstar North, Rockstar South, Rockstar mm-hmm. Vancouver, Rockstar. It's like holy shit! How many of these do they have? Yeah, I mean, I it's a it's up there between Rockstar and Ubisoft. Ubisoft has quite a few. Yeah, mm-hmm. they yeah. have they have a ton. Uh, but anyway, yeah. uh, that was my parting comment on that one. <clears throat> um, some other news. Uh, we have um. Uh, speaking of, of remakes and and sell make no that makes no sense that's that's a horrible segue. Uh, Shigeru Miyamoto did not like the <laughs> uh, the tune Zelda from uh, Wind Waker. This news came from uh, Did You Know Gaming. <clears throat> I'm gonna play the uh, or go through the uh, Nintendo Life article here because I think it was kind of interesting. Wasn't a fan of that art style, and I thought this this quote was pretty present. So. Um, uh, they kind of talked about did you know gaming does a great job of sort of you know digging into the the history of a lot of this stuff and <clears throat> and part of uh i think there was an interview in like the early 2000 or mid 2000s with nintendo dream magazine <laughs> um with aonuma eg aonuma who says if i had gone and talked to him from the very beginning i think he would have said how is that zelda he had trouble letting go of the realistic look and he goes this is great at some point he Miyamoto had to give a presentation against his will. <laughs> they put a gun to his head. They put a Korok to his head. That's when he said something to me like, you know, it's not too late to change course and make a realistic Zelda. <laughs> so even he did not like the tune stuff at first, but hey, it worked out in the end. Well, yeah. Mean, meanwhile, the Wind Waker game has <laughs> the most games based on that individual yeah. link. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I think. Yeah. There's at There's... least three three because yeah because yeah, there was the wind waker and then there was the two spirit Phantom tracks games. Train, yeah spirit tracks or, and, Phant- and uh yeah spirit yeah. tracks and the 
Phantom Hourglass. Yeah, there you go, Phantom Hourglass. I, yeah. was, I was combining uh, Phantom Pain and the Spirit Tracks <laughs> with a Phantom Track. It's kind of what a, a crazy, game that would be. Yeah, what a game. I'm apparently I'm remembering Miyamoto also having a similar reaction to seeing Donkey Kong Country or oh, Donkey Kong 64. I think one of those, but he like. He like hated both of the look. He he like said it was like affront to God or something. I, I remember like a very distinct quote. Uh, but yeah, he, That's awesome. he's a he's a he's a stickler for like the the aesthetics of games. He's kind of a weirdo. There you go. Yeah, he wants things very. He's very hands on, very specific art style. Um, and I think when uh, Enuma kind of decided that, you know, we're going to try something a little bit different with Zelda because um, they had been showing that realistic Link fight. Remember at that the GameCube debut? Like, hey, here's what Link's going to look like on GameCube. And everyone went, oh, my God, that looks amazing. This is awesome. Um, we didn't yeah. get that till Twilight Princess, like six years, seven years into the GameCube. Well, they also showed a different. So this is kind of is making a lot of sense if you wanted a realistic zelda because re remember the press stuff for twilight princess was like bleeding there's like blood on its sword oh, yeah. like things yeah. are like way more oh. like heavy and m mechanical looking it's just like this, this is all making a lot of sense because because i remember the trailer for that game it said swords will bleed like that was like one of the quotes oh, geez. and yeah so this is like actually making a lot of sense now like, oh that's why Zelda started going in that direction, which is kind of weird. Like, does Miyamoto think of Zelda as his like Lord of the Rings, like a dark, hmm. epic fantasy, like right. high fantasy? Is that like what he thinks of it as? Because that's not the vibe I get from it. So it's kind of. I, I completely agree strange. because I remember the when they debuted the Wii U. So I was at E3 when they showed off the Wii U for the first time, mm -hmm. and they had a demo of a, an, again a demo of a realistic Link <laughs> yep. fighting the giant spider monster. And again, very cool, cool fight. Um, but that game never came out. <clears throat> yeah, but, that's a very yeah. illuminating quote. Actually, it really is. It really is. But anyways, there you go. He didn't like it. Um, uh, I'm sure he turned turned his uh, mind around when he realized that it. it was actually pretty <laughs> yeah, cool. And, mean, and meanwhile, look at the remake of um, uh, the Game Boy Link. one. Oh, wow. yeah. yeah. Uh, Link to the Pan or Link to um, Link, Link's no. Awakening. Link's Link's Awakening. Awakening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, look at the art style they went with the Link's Awakening. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, you took a game that, that was ambiguous in what it could have been stylistically and we're like, no. Nah. <laughs> we're gonna turn up the tune mm -hmm. yep yep um last little bit of news uh halo there's some halo news out there zach you brought oh, this up gosh. this year with this is really good news really Great good news. news for people who like spending money well it's like okay so there's a campaign that apparently got leaked Mm -hmm. um by a renowned leaker like a person that the community trusts but it's like the weird thing is, is they're just now starting development on it. Hmm. So it's like, it could be like 2024, 2025 before, before we even see it, which is just wild to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, three, four, three is just kind of fumbled halo. Like it started really out pretty, pretty, it started out pretty strong. 
But now it's just like, okay, we don't know what to do. Let's add microtransactions to the Master Chief collection. Which is such like, a weird <laughs> thing to add microtransactions to. It's so bizarre to me. It's, I mean, it's just, I, it's got to be somebody at the top. They're like, mm-hmm. listen, we have to start earning more money back on this. It's costing us server stuff, blah, 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 blah. But the like, TV show's not doing it. <laughs> right. But there, I know that there's got to be somebody underfoot who can't explain it to them that, like, we have goodwill, it has value, and this erodes it. We can't, we really shouldn't do this. I mean, that conversation has to happen at some point. Right. Either that or, either that or somebody is being silenced and, like, doesn't want to talk about it because of fear of being ostracized or something. I don't know. Because... It doesn't look good. No. And and there are but I don't know. Maybe we're just at the point where business wise it literally doesn't matter anymore. Also, they had that thing last week with the Juneteenth where like the Juneteenth oh, skin oh, was oh, named God. after Anki. Like oh, yeah. um I it's just kind of bizarre what's going on over there. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> the unforced was, errors of game dev. <laughs> Halo would have been the Halo is like a centerpiece. Like <clears throat> when you launch a game console, you always look to that IP that's going to be the the one you'd show in all the marketing, like God of War for the PS4. Yep. I mean, they showed a bunch of stuff for the PS4. We all knew God of War was coming, but um, uh, they showed, you know, Nintendo had uh, Breath of the Wild. That was for the Switch. I mean, that sh- people were shitting themselves for that. Um, and it should have been Halo. Halo is the marquee. I Microsoft gaming IP, I feel because Master Chief is, is, is so huge. And the last year or two have just been these consistent fun. Now the game's enjoyable. I do like the single mm-hmm. player. I haven't, I haven't completed it. Um, it's good. It, it's good. The multiplayer, the multiplayer is totally competent. I'm totally fine with the experience, but if it really feels like Microsoft and oh three four three especially, I don't know. Well, actually I don't know whoever's making the decisions hasn't done anything yeah it's after so after it it really goes to show how bungie is good at cultivating a community and keeping people engaged because they're able like when halo was in their hands they did a very good job of staggering maps staggering things coming out Mm -hmm. promoting to people um and then once the game left their hands it's It's just kind of it's been downhill um and you can tell from Destiny that that's Bungie's like forte is community focused things yep. and three four three I've never heard anybody say man I love three four three nobody has ever said that there's not one people person people that work at three four three that's about <laughs> it, <right? laughs> but no you're, like, you're completely right uh, and I think what 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 Bungie does really well is that they're very transparent with hey here's yes. the list of shit that we're coming out with. Here's how you can get a hold of us. Here's how we're proactive in the community in terms of like social justice or how we're supporting our workers. You don't hear anything from 343. And I, I kind of feel like, like, is that because 343 is essentially just a small piece of Microsoft gaming studios? Yeah. And, you know, and yeah. so they're, I don't want to say they're silenced or anything, but they have to sort of follow this corporate path. They have to use teams, right? <laughs> you got to use teams <laughs> to talk to them. But I mean, is Ooh. that, Maybe that is a part of why um, three four three isn't as open as Bungie because Bungie is, you know, they got out when the getting was they're good. They got out twice. Yeah. They got out of Xbox. They got out of Activision, and now they're now they're kind of sucked into Sony um, a little bit. I don't know how that will turn out, but yeah, I, it's 
I love I I hate it since the original moment they showcased Halo Infinite. Uh, that you never got like the complete bit of story, like the the complete the complete package of information at once. It was like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna show you a little bit of uh you know we're gonna talk about the multiplayer and by the way these visuals suck we know don't don't mind the visuals because we'll change them i'm sure um and now we're gonna talk to you about the campaign like a year later and oh by the way the forge we'll talk about the forge but it's not ready yet dude i mean we are we're more than six months out right yep more way more um it was was november november yeah i look i mean Halo I, I mean, how November how 15. broken how broken was co op? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. it is take. I mean, like when they said it was going to be out later, <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be eight months. No, uh-uh. I mean we're talking about the single player game, and then I mean, uh, listen, I know we're we're doing the thing where we uh, yeah. deride how difficult it is to to yeah. Make we don't here. know, right? right, right. Uh, but you know the. I think the reason why it's frustrating and the reason why you can draw these parallels is because not even making a Halo game, but literally it's 343 Studios has done it two games before. Yeah, yeah. Right. They did they've done it twice. Um they know they know how this works. Obviously there's probably new technology, new new uh platforms, yeah, engines, whatever. But um you know, you just kind of have higher expectations. Um I think there has to be some sort sort of like internal shuffling there has that's to be. happened. There has to be. Where like the, like the corporate like their operations manager or whatever like got fired or got moved. Like like a person that doesn't get limelight in games journalism but is, who like but is drives, integral into the process. Yeah, the, something happened to that person and they're just kind of falling behind. Like that's I agree. what it has and, and, has to be. And I would guess that it's happened twice because. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. of how poorly, uh, how much and how much fumbling there was at the initial release, um, the already getting delayed and then still not being able to do anything other than uh, single player and a, <laughs> what, in my opinion, was a f- disjointed multiplayer. Um, it felt beta ish. Um, I haven't personally gone back to it since then. Uh, yeah but yeah it's kind of hard to because i mean their initial pitch was like yeah we know it's a beta but that's why it's free that was their initial right. pitch Ta-da. yeah and i and now and now and now and now it's yeah exactly i don't think it's changed it still feels much. that way um you know the yeah it, it, and i don't want to rehash the stuff about the bungee stuff but like when you went into halo 3 even just some of the dash on you know looking at the map like that little map graphic that they always did with showing all the real-time players and stuff like that I don't know, you just felt like you were like in a game, which mm-hmm. I think is not what you feel when you boot up Halo Infinite. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Halo that game continues to have problems. Yeah. What's that? I said at least Master Chiefs in Fortnite. <laughs> His at, longest lap. I can't believe that I can't believe they made a game about Master Chief from Fortnite. It's really yeah. kind of crazy. But maybe one day they'll make a game about uh the the Captain Falcon from uh from Smash Brothers, um, maybe what you know. What's interesting to me is that <clears throat> all those rumors about the Halo uh, Battle Royale mode that uh, it's going to happen at the E3 or whatever it is. It did sh- nothing. Nothing Halo showed up except for the dude. If that the, mode the, comes the out, the, 
if that mode comes out, it's going to be the worst thing. Because like the I time no to faith. kill, the the time to kill in Halo Infinite is so high. Yeah. Like for a battle royale, it's just not going to work. Like right. you're you're going to be standing in there chunking out a dude for like a minute. Like it's just, mm-hmm. just it just won't feel good. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to disjoin it from multiplayer because then it's like I don't want to learn two games. Yeah. 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 yeah I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And and it's, it's no bad. one will be Master Chief. Which is the other thing? How many Master Chiefs can you have? Dude, you know, just how do you- make just make a Dead by Daylight clone, but with go. Halo. <laughs> like one person plays the Master Chief, and like eight people play Jackals Dude. and Grunts, and like all these Dude, like thing, like that sounds kind of badass. Actually. Yeah, I know. That That's why really it'd be fun. Uh, let's get Bluebird it's, team. Can someone contact? Bluebird it's like team and get those uh, Doom. Doom Eternal has a mode like that where one person plays the Doom Slayer and like six people play the little imps and stuff. I like that's that mode. that's cool. Like, I actually played that mode on the Switch and it worked <laughs> and it was fun. <laughs> um, uh, any other news? I think that might maybe it. Oh, uh, what's his name? The Sonic guy confirmed that Michael Jackson made the Sonic music. Oh, yeah, and then he had to kind of step it back. Um. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I meant like Michael Jackson-ish music. Yeah. Uh, you know what's interesting is um, that was the era that Michael Jackson was <clears throat> like very secretive about the stuff he'd appear on. He actually was on that Simpsons episode, um, but he he did the voice. You guys remember the, the Lisa, it's your birthday? Maybe a little bit too, too old for you, Zach. But, um, I've uh, never watched The Simpsons. Oh my god! So there was a very famous. <laughs> this is back when it was good. <clears throat> yeah, um, oh, Michael Jackson years was on ago. there, but he but they instead of Michael Jackson, yes. they had this big like rotund white dude. So the joke uh, within the the episode was, yeah, it's not Michael Jackson. It's just some some guy who's like off the street. Well, the person that actually voiced the character was Michael Jackson. Um, he wanted to remain. Uh, anonymous so they never mentioned in the credits they never showed who the actual voice was but the person who did the singing was uh they used a michael jackson impersonator to to sing the actual singing parts because he couldn't get out of his contract with sony or pepsi or whoever it was oh to do any singing part to do any singing part so they used uh, um impersonator to do the singing but he did all the voice but went uncredited um uh but yeah, it just, <clears throat> I, I believe the music part of, I totally believe that story for the Sonic, Sonic game. Yeah. I mean, he was a big fan of Sonic. Um, that's so I, cool. I was going to make a, I was gonna make a very bad joke. I'm not going to, but yeah, he's a big fan of Sonic. And uh, that's just, that's just funny. That was always a rumor. I remember always growing up in like the, the nineties, no. like, Michael Jackson made the Sonic, the hedgehog soundtrack. No, he just made the moonwalker game. No, uh, it's true. <laughs> Good stuff. <clears throat> I think that's it. Nice slow week. Yeah. Um, that's fine. Let's talk about what we've been playing. I um Ooh. I want to start because you guys are kind of playing the same thing. Um, yeah. I want to start with two things. One, I'm gonna show you guys real quick uh <clears throat> how I'm going to burn four hundred and fifteen dollars live on air. All right, huh? ready? I have a play date. Oh, and I'm going to unwrap it. And the unwrapping is going to take the value down. <laughs> Apparently, the value down from 415 uh, wrapped to. Yeah, well, I'll ta- I can tell you what like else would do it is holding burn- on to it 
No, yeah. it would be holding holding on to it uh, until all the, them get shipped, and then the value will also steadily drop. Correct. Certainly, it's exactly what happened to Steam Decks. They've dropped in resale value. They're still very fast. They, they did just They're like still, those graphics cards. Just like, mm-hmm. I, I still look at the uh, the Steam Decks out there. I'm like, man, should I sell mine? I could probably make an extra hundred. I'm like, nah, I won't. I'll, I'll hold on to it. Bro, it's just a hundred bucks. He, Taylor would be very it. mad at me. Anyways, let's open up the play date here. And oh my, oh, it says have fun. How freaking awesome is that? Console of the year, brand new console. Oh my god, look how tiny this thing is. Holy cow. This is really cool. And there's a little that's crank. No, that's no Steam Deck. That's no Steam Deck. I know uh, mm-hmm. Johnny Wags was making. I don't know. I don't, don't even know how to use. Oh, I like the material. This plastic is really nice. I know Johnny Wags was. Oh, it came on. Look at that. It's got some text in there. Ew. It does not have a, a backlight. No backlight. I think you can turn the backlight on. Is there? I have no idea. I oh, literally just turned God, it on. Oh, God. It has a backlight. <laughs> says skip intro i'm gonna turn this off okay no um, it has anyways. no backlight <laughs> look, how look how freaking cute this is this is awesome i know they sell like extra um accessories and shit for this already it's got the cute little crank this is a great little a great fun little device like i said i know a lot of people are are having fun with it i'm gonna make a game for it and yeah, the uh, game we'll the goes. game aspect's cool i like yeah. that but a the... full season of games yeah the deliverability or whatever, the way I would would receive those games, I'm not a fan of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, play date. I will. Um, I'll do a full report when I have more time with this sucker um, in the next uh, the next episode. But uh, yeah, there you go. I put that sucker over there. I've already fig- figured. I've already messed up how that uh, handle gets stored. Play date. Um, and then <clears throat> I have been playing that hot new jam. For the Nintendo Switch, let me play this right mm. now so you guys can Uh-oh. see what I'm what I'm talking about. Let me turn off this volume. Can't think hot... of anything. Oh, you're 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 gonna know Xenoblade. exactly. No, I'm still playing Xenoblade Two, and it fucking rules. Um, no, uh, uh, Mario Strikers, oh. <clears throat> Mario Strikers Battle League. I picked this sucker up because I loved Mario Strikers Charged. Um, now Mario Strikers Charged was light on content all the mario strikers games are light on content because they are really just like party soccer games uh charged had these cool not really a story mode but had sort of like like these individual challenge modes um this has none of that in fact this is so bare bones in content it controls great i knew It, it it controls great it's um it's there's no content in this. It's you can't even set like a lot of the match Bro. specifics like time and I, which items show up and things like that. You can't you can't make those settings. Um, you select your characters. Fine. I mean, I can have Waluigi and Mario Ooh. and Princess and and Mario you know, looking kind of cool and a, <laughs> a cyborg yeah, Mario and adjust their appearance. He's got a scouter here. Um, uh, and there are other characters like forthcoming over the next uh, the next several this months. Tron, here. wait, what? What is? This? Yeah, you could get their gear and shit. And he, I have my Waluigi looking like a like a biker, like a drunken biker, which is great. But um, <clears throat> and that's it. Uh, it's they really want to push the online league mode, which is just Fringe. go online and play against other people. Um, 
But Nintendo cringe. It is Nintendo cringe. But uh, I mean, it's fine. Again, the the soccer aspect of it is fine, but that's all there is. This game should has no right being fifty nine ninety nine. This game should have been like twenty nine ninety nine. Oh, uh, this is Dolly right here. Even uh, Mister Nintendo crazy. Saying, cut that price in half because there's not enough. Um, there's not enough to do in this game. I they give you like four cups, which like four tournaments to blaze through to 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 go through. I beat all of them. Four or five. Maybe there's five. I beat all of them in like a sitting uh and it's not um a 24 not, hours part, yeah. sitting of course it, it, not even not even Dude, this <laughs> is the first time i completed a game and i'm like i'm done with mario strikers i'm probably not gonna play this game ever again can i, how fast so can I return it to best buy um <clears throat> uh it it's party soccer but do we we really do we need it? I don't think you need Ooh. it. There's not enough. There's not enough in there. Uh, it's just so bearable. Again, it's very competent from a control standpoint. Next level games did a great job. Um, and some of the finite details of like how you execute special moves and how you, you know, move around the course or the, uh, the courses and stuff, how you score goals, how you pass, do all Bro. that kind of stuff is really good. But when there's nothing else around it there, it's like, cool. Pong was good too, but <laughs> no. Pong RPG is probably a little bit better. But anyways, that's it. This it's, is like it's very bare bones. Weird. It's like a it's a weird filler game that yeah. that Nintendo released like because it. they had to move something. Cause okay, so I'm just closing my eyes, imagining the Nintendo schedule. Xenoblade 3 got moved up. Yeah. Then this Kim comes out the month before. Yeah. So what got moved from <laughs> this month that they were like, oh, there's, still, there's a soccer game in there. I don't know. Like, the, the, it's the crazy. The roughest part to me is that this keeps happening with all. I mean, this was Camelot, sports right? games. Yeah. This is Camelot again, I'm assuming. No, this is next level. Okay. Next level um, did Strikers Charge as well. Then, then, then the problem is even more systemic than I feared, because mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, like Zach mentioned, he knew where I was going with it. I like we could put in tennis aces, strikers, and golf in like yeah. a three pack, and that would feel like a complete game. Yeah. Yep. I I, th- I think we're pretty Completely much agree. at that, at, at that point. Agree. It's like it. We're just now. It's going to be Mario Sports. Yeah. Um, you put in all three of those games and you're like, oh, this is sick. You know, yeah, it's a little light in some of the stuff, but, you know, I got tennis and I got golf and I got um, the other sport that I forgot. To, uh, oh, sorry. Golf and soccer, which and, you're looking at right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I was like, man, which one am I forgetting? Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's just like it keeps, it keeps happening where yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like, oh, well, you know, it doesn't have this, this, and this, but you know, it still plays really well. It's like, dog, how much do we else we gotta lose before yeah, it's yeah, too legit. much? Legit, yeah, legit. It's I, uh... it's crazy to me that Nintendo just has the ability to like have schedules for games that they know aren't full games. They're just they're just things for people to buy that they just right. make on the back. They just like make Switch on sports. the side. I mean, Switch sports the last time. Switch sports is bare bone. Switch sports should have been the Mario sports package, right? Yeah, yeah I, think, I, and I, I think I think I think that was part of. Yeah, and I think that's part of my inspiration is literally yeah. the fact that that came out as a package. I think that's even worse because worse. they're they they look less fun and yeah, are they less, are. less and games. Are. Um, 
But yeah, it's like they have these games that they just make on the side to like fill in slots. Like they're not made yeah. to be games. Yeah. They're just made to have a sale for that month. Like that's what yeah. these games are, which is it's yeah. it's crazy that they have the ability to do that because they, yeah, they can even do it. Does that yeah. like there's like no yeah. de- no publisher that's like, hey, let's make a filler game like it's wild but there's so many cases of nintendo just like okay let's put this shit here this shit here okay and then we're going to put a big game here and then shit games for the next six six months and they know but they yeah. know they're going to sell that's the nintendo thing too is they know they're going to sell and it's wild go down the list of those right so we talk about this one squid sports um there was remember the the game maker garage thing was it last year that yeah. nobody <laughs> is using nintendo had like here's it was supposed to be better than mario by the way mario maker fits into that too it's like june you don't want to really if you're nintendo if you're a fan of nintendo games any game that comes out in may and june like just don't bother because you know it's, just, it's literally just we got to get something out there guys let's get out there get it out there quick nope <clears throat> it's like yeah and they still it's, charge 60 bucks and they still sell a buttload of them, supposedly. It's wild important. to me that they just don't relegate these games to being a part of their expansion pack plus. Like, hey, here's these random side Nintendo games. Like that's yeah, a, they, that's that, that's that, the that is consumer that friendly thought. We yeah. will never see that. Yeah, no, that is, because we are that is a that is a broad devaluation of yeah. the brand and of the character itself, which so that'll basically one hundred percent prevent yeah. it. Um well, it's but, also consumer friendly, which is not Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Like, um, like the cool, like Mario Thirty Five, is the kind of game that I would go back to nonstop because I, I really freaking like that game. And they took it off. Like I would have paid oh, for DLC for that what, game. In and they what took world? It off. In what it's world so do you remove wild. that game? It's so. I know. Anyway, oh, the servers will cost dollars a month. Um, that's uh, that's what I've been playing. Um, I will actually speak about uh, a fishing game next time that we got uh, for review. Um, that's the one that Zach wanted, and both Taylor and I got codes for it. So I'll speak to that next time, as well as Ninja Turtles. I'll speak to that next time as well. Um, but uh, I want to hear what you guys are what you guys are playing. So, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll go first. Yeah. Um, right. So I'm not. Yeah. So I have three i can't talk talk about which is crazy <laughs> so like yeah it's true because you got two in like a bundle right <laughs> yeah so there's that uh but though so this weekend i'm just gonna talk about this this weekend i've been playing dragon quest 10 mm. which is crazy because it's not localized it's not in the states you can but a group of people have made it yeah. made it so you can pretty much play the game uh in english so there's a group of translators who have translated i think half of the game like in in an official way and then the rest of it is translated by deep l which is like a ai trans translating thing but they also use that to pull scripts from the game and fix those scripts so it pulls from a sql database and it'll just put in the translation in there so it's constantly being fixed and like change so it's pretty easy to play the game game now mm-hmm. um i've just been having a lot of fun with it um you're playing it on pc yes it's yeah but it's it's a really good yeah, mmo um the world is interesting 
Dragon it's Quest, an but old MMO, right? It's older than Final Fantasy. It's like right around the same time no. as Final Fantasy fourteen, right? It's, it it's, came out for yeah, a Wii. It came oh, out on okay. Wii. Yes. Yeah. Wii so technically, technically, it's as old as um, Realm Reborn. Realm Reborn, yeah. Yeah, because fourteen originally launched in twenty ten. Yeah. Realm Reborn rebooted twenty twelve, which and is the same 2012. time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so read the reboot of fourteen, and this came out the same year. What is really interesting to me, being a big 14 fan, is seeing how much Dragon Quest X influenced 14 and how much 14 has influenced Dragon Quest X. There's a bunch of mechanics, bunch of just story things like story quest and things like that. They're just similar. And it's, but yeah, it's just been so fun just like talking to this small community of like 40 or 50 English players and just figuring it out and playing. But it's just really cool. It's been really fun. And as an MMO player, yeah. like I play a lot of these games, this is just a breath of fresh air. It's just, it's, just, it's so unlike anything we have over here. It's very much geared towards like an open world kind of rpg but with a story as a story as well so you can go through the story or you can just do side content level up hang out whatever um crafting's fun and yeah it's just genuinely like really cool um i will say Shout the coolest to ryan molina our good friend yeah ryan Hard molina he's the the guild leader guy uh he's been yeah he's he's great but so i think Coming from a MMO where you have to press buttons like one, two, three, four, five, six, whatever in a sequence on on time. What's cool of this is like you it still plays like a Dragon Quest game. Mm -hmm. So you're just like, okay, let me do fight attack or like fight skill. And there's like you're like setting up these like attacks and things with normally a party of NPCs who are programmed really well which is super cool so you have your own party or you can party with real people if you want to and the whole way that that works is you go to like you go to a bar and you get to hire guys and those guys are just other players in the game so they'll just volunteer themselves but they're an npc that'll follow you around and you can level them up and change their gear all this stuff a little like dragon quest 3 yes kind of kind of like dragon quest 3 like dragons uh dogma just without the npcs learning and stuff yeah so it's just really cool but i think the most interesting mechanic to me is you can body block characters so like when you fight something the tank, what it does is it'll push. There's like a you'll you'll put your body weight against a character, and it'll hold the bad guy back so the casters can get their cast time up and cast a spell. Oh, wow. Or That's they'll cool. like if like a enemy wants to run away, the tank will get in front of it and keep pushing it back. So you can like line up spells and like line up dots as the as like your tank is pushing things through. It's just. And it's an intentional mechanic. It's just really fun. Like every four hours they have a metal slime time. So these slimes come up and you can get a ton of ex- ton of experience points. Like I leveled like 20 levels or so in like an hour. It was really, really cool. But my NPCs, when the slimes would try and run away, they would body block block them. So we would get the experience. Like it's just like it's really interesting. It's just so it's just so unique um and i'm just excited to keep playing it i'm definitely going to 
purchase it. Like I'm going to buy it. I'm going to get a Amazon fan account. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to subscribe. Like I'm going to keep playing it. Cause I'm just genuinely like enjoying it. And also just pulling out my phone and translating things that aren't like trans translated is pretty easy. It's not horrible. Um, yeah, it's, I've been having so much fun. I uh, played, um, I actually played the game on switch. <clears throat> uh, well, I tried, I should say. I used my Google Translate on my phone mm-hmm. and I would hold it up to the... That's an advantage of, you know, holding up to the screen and translating the text as it went by. And it obviously becomes really tedious at, at some point, but you do start to sort of remember some of the menu options and stuff. I probably yeah. played maybe a couple hours of it at most before that. You, you start to hit... They have a free trial, so I tried the free trial, but mm-hmm. you do kind of hit a wall with that free trial. But God, I... Yeah. I'm so bummed they haven't released it in the U.S. The so thing too. is, is we're like past the point where it's going to come. Yeah, too. Yeah. we're past the Not point where the it's going to come, and it's like also like it just wouldn't work over here. It just sure. it just sure. isn't yeah. like there's no the only market is Dragon Quest fans, and the market for Dragon <laughs> that Quest market fans ain't here. <laughs> <laughs> the market for Dragon Quest fans who want to play an online version yeah. is also very small. Like it's not like it would they would lose a lot of money it's just it it's so open and so just kind of do your own thing chill it's just not like it's like there is in-game raids kind of but it isn't like focused around hardcore raids it's like focused around just like solo content or content that, that you can do with friends to like get better gear but there isn't like a hardcore scene at all it's very japanese cultural like focus like i went to the casino this morning and i was just sitting around with a bunch of japanese guys playing slots and like when you sit down for the slot machine it says please be quiet like don't say anything like in like all chat like just like Mm -hmm. respect people's time like and that's just not a thing that's that would ever be over here like it's just like hey don't talk like it's yeah it's it's wild uh it's just it's great. I'm glad that I'm able to play it in the state that it's in now and that there's a group of people who are like, yeah, let's translate this stuff so people can play it. Um, but yeah, this is the only way that you'd ever be able to play this game because it's never coming over here. Like right. ever. It's, it's just, just not going to work. <laughs> but yeah. Um, oh yeah. I was going to say the story is pretty dark too. Like you die in the tutorial, you die and then you get to pick your race and then you get to be reincarnated as a dead, like the, like a dead body of a person of that race from like a specific city. Like, Oh, mm-hmm. the hero <laughs> of this city just died. And they are like, you're about to be buried, but then you just come <laughs> back to life. Or like, wait, how are they, they back? So it's just like, yeah, it's really, it's really, it's really cool. Um, Sweet. So cool. So yeah. Cool. I was going to say, definitely check it out, but you know, like no one's going to, check it out so (laughs) no i would maybe if we ping the servers enough uh at least bring the offline version because they have the dragon quest offline which is coming in september but only to japan so far but that tells the story of dragon quest just kind of in a more of dragon quest 10 just kind of in a more traditional yeah it's very traditional top-down classic yeah it's like chibis and everything but it's also like it's a very final fantasy 14 thing where it's like hey there's this 
it's there's this amazing Final Fantasy story trapped within this on online game versus there's a there's an amazing Dragon Quest story from what I've heard trapped in this online game and so it's like they're like hey let's make an offline thing but also Yoshida is the like core planner for this game so he's like so like it kind of makes sense for all these things they're like back and forth because he's he's like the head like chief planning executive I think for the whole branch who does this this game so yeah so Final Fantasy 14 is all up all up in there yeah cool 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 all right. What else you guys got going? What else are you playing? You uh, have a PowerPoint, don't you? Uh, I actually don't. I don't have a oh. neon white power PowerPoint. But yeah, my PowerPoints are for those two games oh, I'm okay. playing. I can't mention. I got it. Got it. Uh, yeah. But neon white, yeah. Uh, Taylor, you talk for a bit because I just got done talking. Uh, yeah. So neon white was a game we talked about. Was it six? The- how many months ago? Um, several. <laughs> yeah, it was it was several months ago for one of it had a demo on the Steam Next Fest, the time before last, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, like the winter the one, one, right? Yeah, it was over the winter. Um, it's a Donut County, folks. I was like, I was like, wait, what? Folks, it's one guy. Yeah, it's one yeah, guy. Yeah. It's literally one dude. Um, yeah, it, that threw me for a loop before I remembered the connection there. Um, but uh but yeah so it's basically it's a speedrunning game um yeah that's, that's really it <laughs> it's uh, like the the story is irrelevant for my purposes um i think the story story's good this story's fine it doesn't do it for me but, i like the uh, characters like the characters are really good the characters the characters are also in my opinion fine <laughs> dude no they're funny they're so funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I've um, heard like, I've heard that the game has a little bit of mirror's edge ish feel to it because you are kind of running and hopping over stuff and doing a little bit of parkour. But then at the same time, you're picking up these weapon yeah. cards, but they're not really, it's not like deck building. It's more of like, this is just a no. way to kind of manage your. Yeah, so, no, yes. So, so the, the cards dictate, um, basically, all of them are actual guns or weapons, um, but then have secondary fires okay. that have usually aerial mobility of some kind, um, whether that is dashing in a straight line, um, throwing down a uh, bomb that you can kind of like rocket boost off of. I actually don't know what that shotgun does. Um, there was the dash there. Uh, so... You know, you basically there. There are ways to dictate the route that you take to clear the level. Mm. So you need to, you know, be able to kill all the enemies and make it to the end as fast as possible. So, where those cards are, when they drop, who drops them, uh, basically will just dictate how fast you can get to the end. Um, for each level, so. And also, there's also these little collectibles that you can pick up um, that we're watching here. Mm-hmm. And that is serves for little side quests and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so, okay, so I was going to say, sorry, I had to go. Yeah, you're fine. But yeah, so um, what I was going to say is the designer, he specifically said, like, he, he made it as a speed running game. I mean, obviously, but he says, like, he sees speed running 
as like a puzzle solving yeah. thing. So like, it's like you have a set amount of like tools and you figure out how to use your tools to approach a situation. So that's kind of what it is. So like, yeah, you can go in the crit path and just like go straight and do fine. But there's so many ways that you can like use it to um, like use, use those cards or tools to approach things differently and get the faster times or get the faster speeds. It's just, yeah, it's really interesting how he designed the game. Like, it's just like, there's, there's like a weird flow state that you get into when you play that. I don't know how he designed the game with that in mind was like, you just get into this mode or you're just like kind of going and like everything just starts moving and mm. vibing and clicking. It's just, yeah, it's crazy. Um, it's really interesting because you have to kill all the demons before you can complete the stage. So like you have to figure out like, okay, this is, I need to use two shots from here, three, three shots from here. And then I can use the secondary to do this and grab that one and shoot this secondary and then jump here. Like, it's just so interesting and so fun. Just kind of get like elbows deep and just like figure out a level. It's just, if it's so, it's so rewarding. And I'm assuming Taylor mentioned like, the way you get like presents or things or like other third, like you can get presents in each stage that you can give to your friends that you have to like intentionally figure out Not, the level in an obtuse way. Right. It's really yeah. cool. It's like, it's like its the, own the gifts. The puzzle. gifts are never in a place. Um, they're in a place where you have to use the cards in the level in a way that does not help you reach the end of it. Yeah. So, so it helps to serve, to a, you know, build your awareness of where you are in this stage, um, but also learn the cards and you know just again problem solve and puzzle solve in a different way. Yes, it's, it's it's very cool and it's there's probably a lot of people turned off by it because like I don't know half of the game is like a visual novel and the other half is like a speed running thing, but you can skip the story. It's not like yeah, really like, easily. You press yeah. the F key and it literally just zooms past it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah, it's it's just very fun to play. And the way I can't even like speak to like how well it's thought out. Like it's so it's, it's so intentionally thought out to be a speed speed running game. Like it's so easy to like restart a level. It's so easy to restart a level multiple times and then get the thing you want and then start the next like stage like it's just like it's just so fluid it's so yeah it's it doesn't get in your way which is good like it just kind of lets you like hey like go and you just go and there's like no little things you're just getting annoying like oh it's annoying to go into this menu to go to the next level it's like no you just press escape and there's the next level button at the top like hmm. yeah it's yeah it's really well thought out on every design stand standpoint the story i think is really good um taylor doesn't for whatever reason uh but i think it's i think i think it's like it's genuine it's a genuinely funny game which is, i think is rare i mean it might not be funny to a lot of people but it's just like it's made me laugh a lot which is hard for games to do games really don't make me laugh 
Um, but this one just has good humor. Um, and I think the story is cool because hmm. it's just written differently. It's like, it's intentionally horny. It's intentionally like very just like on the nose about about stuff. And I just like that a lot. I like this, like very, just like we're going to be cringy and edgy because, but we know that we, that we are. Um, and they just have fun with it. Uh, I'm curious to how it plays on the switch. I think Dolly should bite on the switch and tell us. I've heard it plays pretty well, but I, I, again, yeah, I I mean, so the, I've, I've, I've watched some videos mostly because, um, as I've done my best to uh, beat all of my friends' times, uh, a <laughs> lot of the videos that are uploaded are actually from Switch. Oh, wow. And so it definitely took a graphical fidelity hit. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of water in the levels, and those reflections are almost <laughs> non-existent. Um, but it definitely runs at 60, which is oh. imp- imp- imperative. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you, you, you can't port this game to switch and not have it run at 60 right it's it's core to the playing the video game by being like the speed running thing that it yeah. is so sure. um it has but yeah gyro the, aiming too so i mean hey gyro aiming whatever dolly i like gyro. also when you see you Gyro is gyro at the screen um but yeah i mean like the actually the gyro aiming sounds like it would kind of be necessary, especially for really fast times. You need yeah. really precise um, aiming in a lot of cases. But uh, but yeah, I mean the, my favorite thing is, and I've already had somebody, uh, an old friend of mine, reach out to me uh, to us like I saw you coming up on the leaderboards, so mm-hmm. I just wanted to let you know that I'm coming back. Um, oh. And then I went and I spent this afternoon beating all of his times. So. Yeah, uh, it's it's that kind of game as well right. on top of everything else, sure. which is you know you've got the global leaderboard and then you've got the local leaderboard. Um, uh, our our own Scratty Bones, Aaron Kelly, out here also posting some some hot times mm. in some cases. So yeah, like um, I was talking about it in another Discord, like hey, this game is good, and then I just had a random person I've never talked to in that in there say hey. Add me as a friend. So like, <laughs> we, were, so we were just racing against each other, and it's just like I was like, oh god, he's point so cool. two milliseconds faster ah. than me. Oh my god, what do I do? How did he get like? You, you're just sitting there racking your brain. You're like, what? How did there, he like? There how are did some he do levels. This? There are some levels that are just really tuned where, you know, you do like in in the whole run. There's one that I can think of where you literally go straight, jump dash land on a pillar jump and then dash again and like that's actually you don't even do the second dash it's literally just those four actions is uh run jump dash jump run and i don't know there's like somehow somebody has an additional like 500 milliseconds off of that time like there's not mm. there's nowhere else to go that's that's the whole level I don't know. yeah but yeah it's uh, yeah so also, I will say another cool cool thing is one of my favorite cards is the blue cards, like a little sniper. It's like it's yeah. like a dash. It's a forward dash. And when you hit another monster, demon, uh, the demon will drop its power. So some of these demons have certain powers associated with them. So when you dash through them, 
you get their power and there are some levels that are dedicated to that mechanic that are so fucking fun and <laughs> i think about the one where you just dash 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 yeah dash. and you have to like yeah. aim correctly and then it's like you you're dashing and then you get a yellow gun and you're like oh shit i have to jump somewhere mm -hmm. where's this jump okay it's around this pillar so you're like Curving around the pillar, you're jumping onto these balloons. You're like, okay, here, like, and then you finally get it so fast. And then someone has one that's like 0.5 faster. It's like, how the <laughs> fuck did you? Like, is there a certain angle? And you need like, it's cra it's it's crazy. It's, mm -hmm. it's I, really I would fun. probably be like twice as far through the game if I didn't mm. have Zach's times showing at the end of every run. Because um, yeah. I would, make, I would go back and try to try to beat. Them. I would, I would literally not progress to the next level until <laughs> I was faster than Zach. That's time. awesome. Yeah. So, and also, like it, it encourages you to um, get. So, there's certain times you have to beat for each stage, and I'll show you. There's like three medals that you can get. It's like first, second, third, and for each level, there's like things you unlock so it's like first one i think is like you unlock this like a secret path it'll show you like a different path and then the second one is a ghost so you can see the ghost of your fastest time and i think you also unlock the gifts then as well yes and then the third is you unlock the leaderboard so you have to at least get the fastest time the game tells you that's the fastest to unlock the leaderboard and then that's when things actually get crazy You're like okay i finally figured it out on my time i felt really good about that took me 45 minutes let's see oh shit like they're two seconds faster than me okay now let's go now let's go back and grind this well, out it's, it's so and, it's really weird because it basically is just uh gold or it's there's four because there's oh, yeah. bronze bronze silver gold silver, and then right. and then platinum mm -hmm. um and it's really weird if you go from like a bronze is like okay i'm gonna take my time go through it figure out the level and then i'm gonna beat it um, silver is okay. I found the right way, but I messed a couple things up and I was too slow. Gold is I followed the clear direction of the natural level design and made it to the end. And then platinum is okay. I know how to beat the level. And then I followed the hint, which shaved off a couple seconds. And now I've got the platinum time. So you do that and then you see the leaderboard and you're like, okay, I mean, I went from bronze at like 45 seconds, and now I'm platinum at 25 seconds. And then you go to the global leaderboard, and it's like 10.25 seconds. And you're like, where is 15 seconds coming from? <laughs> it's just like somehow. And then, you know, you watch a video of somebody doing it, and you're like, I didn't. yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's really cool to like be a part of the, like, because I'm not going to speed run a normal game. Right. This game is that already, so I'm already kind of in the environment where it's like if I wanted to do some of those things, it, all of the tools are right there. I don't I'm not trying to do anything else because that's what the game is and I like that part of it. Yeah, it's like it's like you don't have to do any like any like any no clipping or anything special. Right. Like the the things that are there that will let you get that time are just there like you just need to use your tools and figure it out like and that's what's cool because like there are some times i've seen it like how the hell does someone get that and then i go look it up on youtube and I'm like oh because i automatically assume someone's hacking that's the first thing i'm like someone's <laughs> clearly hacking these these times but no they're real like people are just like figuring out unique ways to use the powers um 
or they use them out of sequence, which is also really interesting from a game design stand standpoint. Like, oh, let's use this out of sequence. Like, yeah, it's it's just so smart and well tuned. Um, yeah, just from like a gameplay perspective, like it's just definitely. I think the best thing this year so far, like it's definitely like, I, I love it to death. It's just, it's just sings like it's yeah. crazy. Um, yeah, but it's just like so hard for me to play it. Cause like I'll sit there and play one stage or like one thing that's like usually like eight levels within a stage. I'll play that for like two hours just so I can get everything to where I, I want it to be which is like so then after two hours like hey time to go do this story and then but then the time i want to do the story it's like i'm already tired time time to go to bed so it's just like it's just uh it's just been it's been a slog but not like a bad slog like oh yeah. like yeah it's been um, a slog it's only it's felt like a slog because like i want to progress but then you get in the middle of it and you're like i can't go yet yeah um and, and you're doing what you want to do but you know you just want your brain to work a little bit differently like i i had one act you know a series of levels where i left one level at gold instead Mm -hmm. of platinum and i was literally the first thing that i did when i sat down to play it again today was like all right i have to go to get the gold one and the only reason i didn't do it is because i suddenly clicked play next level excuse me instead of replay level the first time around i would have cleared it i would have tried it again immediately otherwise Yep. Um, but yeah, that's that good. definitely happens. Yeah, I I had that once where it was like three golds that I was just like, I was laying in bed. I was like, tomorrow I'm gonna go back <laughs> and get those plats because like, yeah, it just kind of burns a hole, man. Um, so I I did uh I did I've been using Dolly uh, during this this mm-hmm. podcast. Here's a Dolly of uh, neon white speed run. I think it'll be very very apt. There you go, neon white. That's definitely oh so i was thinking so like i i streamed the game for like an hour maybe like last friday or two fridays ago Mm -hmm. i don't remember um but during the process of streaming it i'm like man this is a horrible stream game to watch because you're just gonna sit here and watch me restart for an hour (laughs) like yeah that's that's (laughs) one of the one of the most core things about the game is that it literally has a dedicated and actually i'm I'm glad that that we started to stream uh, that we started the show because I was I was getting to the point where I was like pressing the <laughs> F button. So the F button literally just restarts the level no matter what you're doing at any time. Press F, boom, you're at the beginning again. Um, and I was getting to the point where I was trying to grind out um, a path on the level, and I was just pressing F accidentally. Um, mm. And I was like, okay, no, this is no, not good. Dude, there's this some, is step away time. There's well, some levels where you're like... Like, okay, I need to jump first, and you jump, and you just know, right? Yeah. When you press it, you're like, fuck, okay, F, jump, F, jump, F, jump, F, jump, F, jump. Okay, let's go, <laughs> F. Like, it's like, that's just like, that's just the natural progress of that game. <laughs> Taylor, maybe you should have played on a different device, like your Steam Deck. This is Taylor playing Neon White on his Steam Deck using Dolly. That's a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> right? <laughs> they made it look really Nintendo Switchy. Um, uh, yeah, actually, uh, I have not put it on Steam Deck yet, uh, but I probably will tomorrow. <laughs> All right, I have, I have one more. Okay, I have one more. Uh, Neon White, if it was created by M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> 
<laughs> M. Night Shyamalan's Neon oh. White video game. Oh Dang. my god. Check this out. Woo! It kind of looks hey. like Cruelty Squad. There we it looks go. like Cruelty, cruelty like Squad. It looks like Cruelty Squad and like the Kingdom Hearts 2 yeah. cutscene where Riku and <laughs> Roxas fight. Oh my That's god. Awesome. Incredibly uh, bizarre. Okay. <laughs> Enough Dolly fun. <clears throat> Neon white, everybody. Good deal. Yeah. Yeah, it's really it's really good. Uh yeah. It hey, and the story. I think the story is really funny. Shut so. up, Taylor's story. <laughs> What else have you been playing? I think we're gonna move to Taylor, right? Uh, yes, yes, Taylor. Anything else, Taylor? Uh, I've st- been still dabbling a little bit in Dragon's Dogma. Um, that game is less compelling. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Dragon's Dogma just really shows its age. Sure. Um, it it's an open world game, but it also has like. It's it's a good example of the trappings of open world games because it falls to, like it 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 tosses a shit ton of side quests at you all the time immediately, um, but there's also like an overarching main quest that they just don't track. So yeah. if you if you missed a piece of dialogue where they were like, "Yo, dog, you gotta go over here uh, to talk to what's his face to do the thing," and that's not tracked. In sure. I have this I have this fucking quest log that's got twenty things in it, and I can do it. I can press it at any time and have it pop up on the map, but not tell me where I had to go for my main story quest. I, yeah, it's bizarre. so it's a game. It, okay, Dragon's Dogma is a good game, right? I'm gonna go ahead and say that first. But it's a game that is a slave to its own like mechanics. It's so mechanics focus that it loses sight of what's important which is the story which is the good thing in an open world game Um, yeah and like the other part of the story is okay (laughs) so like the whole thing is that you play as a as a type of character called an arisen which basically just means that you died and then sorry i gotta zach talk for a second so yeah so you're an arisen you died you lose your heart like a dragon takes your heart um and it's like a sick so i was gonna spoil i was gonna spoil the game holy holy crap yeah so you're just a guy who loses his heart and you can summon these things called pawns which are like in this aether void that are going to help you fight the dragon uh mm-hmm. that's basically it. like hey go go kill the dragon he took your heart uh yeah i almost spoiled the game um, yeah i appreciate you not doing that because i'm actually i'm actually wearing my wireless headphones this time um, oh, shit. and uh but yeah so like none of it's really clear so like i like that part and i'm okay with having it be a true mystery because they really don't tell you jack shit about anything that's happening Mm. um except that you wake up after you die and then get resurrected and you can hear the dragon's voice and it's like yo you gotta come kill me now (laughs) i guess (laughs) yeah so and you're like okay um and then literally as you're trying to leave town a pawn just fucking drops out of the nether and is like, yo, dog, I'm here to help Hello. you. And and, and, yeah. and you're like, why? And you're like, I'm a pawn. That's how it works, dog. That's how that's it, it works now. Uh, and really, I mean, that's literally it. And then you and then you talk to the rock and you go into pawn world and then you summon the strongest pawn that you can find. Um, it's pretty easy because if you buy Dark Arisen, 
Well, well, if you buy Dark Arisen, you have like a premium currency that you only get for like people using your pawn. So you can just like pretty much summon the strongest pawn if you have the like newest mm. version. I yeah, do. so it's kind of it's kind of busted at the start. Um, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I'll tell you what, um, I needed it. So like, I got, <laughs> I don't know, I'm like two hours, three hours in. So anyway, you go to the you go to a town and then you kill a hydra or you chop off a hydra's head. And then you take that Hydra, and then Woo! the person at, at the town... Yeah, it was sweet. Everybody's like, holy shit, you are strong. And I was like, yeah. And, and then you do the worst part of the game, where you transport a fucking head across oh, Grand, Grand Soren. Yeah, it was fucking boring as hell. Yeah. Um, and that's the other part, is that there's, like, really bad lulls. Um, which yep. is, like, you're 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 in this cool open world, and then it's like, ah, how about that you kill 15 harpies? And literally, it's just... <laughs> It's just harpies in a valley. Sweet. For, um, now, granted, I, I I have a class that has a bow, and Strider. I had a yeah, yeah. So I got the I got the daggers and a bow, and so I have a mage with me, and he keeps enchanting my bow with fire, and harpies are weak to fire. So that shit was real easy. This um, weak to fire, is it? Oh my god! That's the other thing is that the, it's really cool because the pawns have like a, a bunch of voice lines. It's really not cool that they said that they they set the amount of times that pawns talk to like maximum at all times. You, you fight, can turn that off. I know you can, but you, but I didn't. And you fight nothing but harpies for like fifteen minutes every single time you attack a harpy, or a harpy shows up, or you kill the harpy, or you attack a harpy again. The harpies are weak to fire, like every single time. Um, no, dude, wait. They... So there's this meme. It's like wolves hunting packs. Or yes, I, I've, always I... say that when you're just walking around. It's like, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, literally. There's there's like probably an invisible wolf um, spawning token somewhere in the map, and the pawns like obviously know it. Um, so it could be the middle of the day and it probably triggers. I don't know. That actually hasn't happened to me, but I'm just assuming that it's going to eventually. Um, but anyway, so it's still really cool. Um, anyway, so you take the Hydra head, you go to, you go to the castle because the, the chick from the, the place where you kill the Hydra is like the Duke is going to want to know about this. She's French sure. too, by the way, only French person. Uh huh. <laughs> sure. Why not? Um, anyway, so you get there and then. I don't think you actually meet the Duke, um, but there everybody is like the Duke is very pleased with this. Um, but before you do that, you there's a place in the castle masterworks all where just the pawns live. Yeah, and every, everybody that you talk to is like, yeah, we don't know why the pawns are drawn to this place, but they are. And then you talk to the pawns, and they're like, "We don't know why either, but we're here." <laughs> and and then you talk to some dude who's like, I don't know, kind of like mayor of Pawnville, and he's like, "Yo, there's a giant cave, and we're all really into the cave, and we don't know why, but something's up, and we need you to go down and take a look." And so you go down, and there's like this little catacomb. And there's undead and skeletons, and that's all fine. And then there's an ogre. He's cool. And you can't... <laughs> I can't kill it. You cannot. I couldn't... I can't kill it. Hmm. I can kill every way. other enemy that's in that in that dungeon. The ogre... I would, Dude, I would have to fight that thing for 30 minutes. 
So there's a anyway, the my my grand my grand thing is that anyway, so you get to the bottom and then there's a weird like demonic creature yeah, you, that's there. You're supposed to, you, you're supposed to climb on his back. Yeah. And then he'll like try and get you off his back, and then he'll like he'll fall on his back to try and get you off. But if you jump off before he lands on you, you can like hurt him a lot on his stomach. Yeah, they um that didn't happen. You should get a pond <laughs> you know, you know, and spot that thing, you know? You, it, well, it would be really fucking sweet if the pawn said something about that shit instead. The only thing that they talked about is the ogre is mesmerized by the visage of a woman. And they would literally and then it would literally he would say I had two women in my party and the ogre would literally just sit there dumbfounded and you're like cool i don't know what to do with this uh, like this is useless i mean obviously probably jump on his back um, which i did do a couple times i mean that's one of the big things about dragon's dogma is that there's a button dedicated to grappling um you jump and cool. then you just grab shit and which is it's which is really neat because it works um it's just yeah I, mean, I just ran past it instead mm-hmm. um Anyway, so then you get down there. There's a crystal demonic thing spawn, and then you're just you just have to run back. Um, it was weird. Um, yeah, but, you know, it's like, you know, it has a really cool framework. Um, and so I'll go back to it. Um, you know, but it just sucked because I did that whole thing. You, it's not clear that that's what you have to do as far as the main quest is concerned. It clearly was. Um, you get done there. Somebody like blindsides you immediately. It's like. Uh, they're, they're here to see you now. You have to go. And then he, there's a guy who's like, you're an Arisen and you're clearly strong. So now here's a, some things that you can help us with. Right. Yeah, and so... I don't, and I don't know, like, is that what I'm supposed to do now? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here a... I will say you are past the hardest, most bad part of the game. You're, you're in, you're in the good part now. Um, yeah, because once you get to Grand Soren, which is like the hub, the big like castle or whatever, um, things just start going off. You start going exploring, you start doing doing shit. That's when the game starts to become cool. Um, yeah, the first two hours of the game is horrible. Like I hate it, <laughs> dude. Oh my like, god! So every this, time I so think about is... replaying the game, I think about that, and I'm just like, I don't want to play this game. Um, despite so, it being really good, I will the. The so the part I was talking about where you can go to a quest and then you can say okay, que- mighty quest interface, tell me where to go on the map. So I got myself the. It has taken me way longer than it should have to get to the point where I am, because it kept telling me to go. What I I would so there's, okay, step back, collecting thoughts. So the first thing that happens after you wake up after dying and then being resurrected is. There's a person who's like, yo, the dragon just attacked. We need yo. medicine real, <laughs> real bad. And it's like, oh, so we, need day, we need day flowers and we need a night flower. Okay? So you go out. You collect the day flowers. There's some goblins. Easy shit. And then the night flower obviously only blooms at night. I got that. That's pretty. It was literally called night bloom. I, I'm, I'm not an idiot. Um, but if you go to the map. Or go to the quest and then say, where on the map is this? It shows you this whole, like, past this garrison, and then you take a turn to the left, mm-hmm. and it's way out there. It's not fucking there. But what is there is bandits that don't take any damage from you, 
and will shoot and will kill you in two sword swings. Hmm. What where the flower actually was is in the town that you're living in. You just have to go to the fucking inn, stay for the night until nighttime, and then go pick the flower at the beach. This is what we call video game magic. Okay, <laughs> it was. Oh, that that part was was pretty frustrating. Uh, yeah, it's but. so. Yeah, Dragon's Dogma is a baffling game. There, it's it's so strange that a game like this has a loud and like fan fan base. It has such a huge community. Yeah. Like people love this game because of the pawn system and because of because the of the world. the pawn system. But like because it gets good the more you play. Like like. The initial hook, I think, is good enough to make someone trudge through the horrible tutorial. But, like, the game genuinely becomes a genius game that uses its mechanics in such a smart way. Um, Yeah, it's really cool. The ending of the game actually makes the rest of the game make sense, which is fun. Um, But, yeah, I will say... I'm going to go back to it. You're giving me hope that that the rest of it is nothing like the part that I just no. played. The rest um, of it is like, hey, just go get strong and strong enough to go fight the dragon and kill it. That's just kind of it. So <laughs> it's just like, go do shit. Um, there is a secret mechanic the game doesn't talk talk about, which is a the character you talk to the most is going to become your girlfriend or your boy or your boyfriend naturally that's the merchant who is a very fat guy so <laughs> whenever people play the game for the first time there's a plot twist it's like hey you need to go save your loved one and it's always the fat merchant so if you don't want to <laughs> so if you don't want to go save the fat merchant you should probably talk to a different person um but that's a thing that happens to every person who plays uh, hmm. and i just spoiled it because it's funny to talk to yeah no i i really talk I, about I, I am, that is not a spoiler to me. <laughs> but yeah, it's it, there's. I have a really fond memory of this game because in 11th or 12th grade is when it came out originally. And my friend and I both bought it at the same time. And I brought a TV over to his house and my console. And we just played it. Like his parents were out of town for a week. And we legit just like, we would walk to school because we lived like two blocks away. We'd come home, play Dragon's Dogma every day like and we were using each other's pawns we were going back and forth like it's just so fun to have that like social experiment because we were both like seeing different things and just kind of going and going around um and just now what the game is with the dark arisen dlc is really cool it's just like a bunch of levels just fighting shit mm-hmm. um yeah it's I will say, I mean, I'm thinking about if this game came out, you know, 10 years ago, and if I'd picked it up then, um, it definitely would have, I mean, obviously it would have been more impressive than what I'm seeing now. But, you know, it's just, it's very cool that you just go out and the dynamic grappling system is is really cool. And it's like, hey, grab this ogre's leg to make him trip because his leg is too heavy. That's cool as fuck. Hey, there's this thing. There's this chimera flying in the sky. My warrior, my warrior pawn is going to put his shield up and I'll jump on his shield and he'll fling me up to that guy and I'll grab him. Like, bro, 
Name another game that does that. You you <laughs> literally can't. Like that's a mechanic. Your file will be like arisen over here, and he'll just launch pad you up. It's so yeah, sick. Did you guys know that they made Dragon's Dogma online? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. I I did. Was that only like in Japan or? Yes. Okay. Uh, remember remember deep down the the Dragon's Dogma game that wasn't a Dragon's Dogma game. Yeah. Dude, I, I am just yeah deep deep down they showed off at like Sony press conference for the PS4 I think. I think so, yeah. And it was like it was like a new Capcom game, and that eventually became Dragon's oh, it... Dogma. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I'm just excited to see what they do for two as well, because I mean they have this new Resident Evil engine. They have the things that have that they changed with their that. It's Suno, the director, learned with Devil May Cry 5, which will be interesting to see what he brings to Dragon's Dogma 2. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just... I think this game now, especially with with good good graphics, updated, everything will really shine and become like another hit. I think it's just kind of there. Oh, yeah, there's also another hidden thing dolly is if you so if your character so you can make your character like tall short make your limbs certain certain links this all affects how quick they travel in water how quick Mm. they can walk through water how quick they just walk in the world how fast they swing things how fast how much stamina they have your arms and body and torso all these things you can change in the character customization they don't tell you this by the way, it's just like, hey, make a dude, and you can make a guy who's just like super clumsy without you even like knowing about it. And it also the your character's hip height also affects if like where the lantern hangs. So you want to have a higher hip so your lantern hangs and doesn't like extinguish from the water. Uh, it's just all this cool stuff that they just don't tell you tell you about. It's it's, it's a very mechanics heavy game, which is so cool, but it never says anything hey shut up <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah i mean other than that I, I i will have to go back make sure that i go back to it because i will i will admit i was a little stymied um on it after after going through that uh, yep but it does work very well on steam deck which is where i've been playing it so i will say that you been playing anything else, or is that uh, that those are the two kind of? Uh, I think I I pulled out a couple of the other um, Steam Next Effects demos before mm-hmm. it ended. Um, Zach, I did play Celico. Bro, that game's crazy. Celico's real cool. Um, yeah, and that's gonna be that's gonna be a banger when it comes out. Like ninety percent chance. Nuts! Um, that game is nuts, dude. Like. It Dolly, so this guy made a basically took the modded Doom one and two engine and made this like modern like fear game. It's like it's crazy. It's just wild. Uh, it's so good. It's really cool. Interesting. Um, Interesting. It looks it looks really in, like it feels really good to play. Um it just like it looks and feels visceral. Um the map feels like, feels, feels old but new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it's good. It's well. It feels like fear, like playing Fear One for the sure. first time. Like sure. that's what it feels feels like. It's like 
Uh, yeah, it's it's just crazy that it's in the Doom engine. Like, what, what the fuck? Um, uh, and then I played uh, Nine Souls. The okay, the it's like a side-scrolling action game. It was a, yeah, it was okay. Not bad. We'll I missed it. I I downloaded a couple demos, but I ended up ne- not having time. I was in Florida when the Steam Next Fest was happening, so I came back and it's like, all right, I have one day to download and play things, and then you just can't can't do anything in one day. So yeah, I yeah. Know. So uh, I ended up spending ten hours on Domekeeper. I remember you mentioned also, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, figured I'd figured I'd give it another shout out. Yeah, I mean, I did yeah. beat it. You beat the demo. I beat the demo. Yeah, so, okay, my two shout-outs are Spark 3. Spark 3 is really good. I hate Sonic games, but this Sonic game feels really fun. <laughs> um, it just feels so good to, good to play. It's by one guy in Brazil. Holy shit. Um, yeah, it's a good platformer, good, like, fast-paced, precision plat- platforming. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one's cool, and Frogun, which is a game, of, like it's like a little platforming puzzle game where you have a gun that's a frog, and you can use it to like use your tongue to like jump across the map, solve puzzles. Uh, it's like a, another uh, speedrunning focus level type game. Uh, it's really fun, so definitely check those nice. two out. Uh, yeah. yeah, I just I just looked at the two. Like two videos for that game. I was like, yeah, those are both definitely Zach games. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to give a shout out to all of the insiders who said that there will be a Nintendo Direct June 15th and then that shifted to June 29th and then to June 28th. And it's not a full direct. Now it's a partner direct, but it's also a full direct, but there'll be a full direct later. And then. <laughs> <laughs> so they try and predict Nintendo stuff. I always just. <laughs> Push them to the side because you can't predict Nintendo. You can't predict. Well, I mean, here's the thing: is that like, what what that means to me is that we are seeing real information coming out, and it's the reason why we don't know or we don't have a definitive answer is because Nintendo is literally still fucking figuring it out. They yeah, actually, think, yeah, they actually yeah. genuinely do not know. Yeah, and they are they, having internal debates. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because like this is the first time where I I genuinely have no idea like i will get a sense usually leading up to a direct it's like there's probably something coming in the next week or stay tuned on this date i've even tweeted it out a few times like stay tuned on this date you're gonna get maybe get splatoon info if you really like splatoon 2 or whatever um but nothing this time it's been like radio silence from my sources but apparently everybody else has other sources that just kept changing nonsense but yeah it this is one of those cases where nintendo was like do we do we even really need to i mean just throw a video out, there, throw a tweet out there that says Bayonetta three is coming October, and we have our second half of the year covered. So <laughs> that's basically it. But, all right, maybe more stuff to talk later this week. Who knows? Who knows? Now, we'll but, see. Uh, we'll see. <clears throat> it is ten thirty Detroit time where I'm at. Uh, Taylor time. It is nine thirty or eight thirty Zach time. It's Dragon Quest ten it's time. It's Dragon Quest ten time. <laughs> Here you can find Zach playing Dragon Quest, but also at OK Quest. I can find all of us in the Discord, by the way. Yeah. Uh, at True. Taylor Bliss. Look at that. At Taylor Bliss and yeah. at Dolly Demosky. But come to the Discord. We have a great time in there. We have a lot of good chats and we, we joke around a lot. Uh, we make each other the butt of jokes, which I think is really good because it just, we get almost like a familial level of trust in each other in a weird way it's like i poke at my brothers 
my brother yeah. and I at my cousins, and I'm like, I feel comfortable. Ryan Gann, by the way, Wiener Gann in the Discord, side questing co founder Ryan Gann, um, <laughs> only, only spews out sarcasm, but the more he pokes at you, the more he actually likes you because he's confident. Excuse me. He's confident you can take it, and he's con he's comfortable giving you that level of of poke. And so, <clears throat> come to side side quest for the games, you get poked. With that said, you can find us sidequesting.com, sidequesting TV on Twitch, sidequesting on YouTube, all of your favorite places to listen to music and podcasts because we're there. I think the only thing we're not on is terrestrial radio, but I'll figure out a way to. Um, with that said, see you on the next episode of The Side Quest. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Bye bye. Good morning.